Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Peace and blessings. I'm Brother Priest. Today is April 13th, 2018. We're going to talk about, this is bread of life, our daily bread. We're going to talk about, for he is not a Jew, which is one outward. I'm going to read this scripture. This is Romans chapter 2, verse 28. For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. One of the things that we need to understand about Scripture in general, the said New Testament was not intended, nor should it be considered unto us as actual Scripture, and when I say actual scripture, I mean there is a difference between what is called the Old Testament and the New Testament because the New Testament is largely letters, epistles, letters, writings. And actually, in a lot of ways, they're journals and memoirs of the disciples and the Apostle Paul. So in knowing this, we know that the one who's become known as Jesus was, in fact, a Jew. But what does that mean? And then I would like to ask you, if you are a follower of the one who's become known as Jesus, shouldn't you? be doing the same things that he was doing, shouldn't you be following what he was following as he commanded you to do? And as it is written, if you love me, keep my commandments. So whatever it is and whatever it was that he commanded you to do, if you truly love him and you truly believe in him, You should be following exactly what he instructed you to follow. 
Very, very simple to comprehend. So there's a lot of confusion pertaining to Paul. Now, let us make this very uh, understandable and clear. Paul did not actually meet the one that we're referring to as Jesus, where we, uh, in the English language, will refer to his true name more like Yeshua. That would not necessarily be the ancient name that he was known by or the ancient pronunciation of the language. However, we want to make a distinction that is absolutely necessary, and this is why we use these terms, that for those of us who are of the Christian persuasion, we have to know that there's a difference between the creation of Jesus by name, the creation of Jesus into statues and paintings, then the actual man that walked the earth some 2,000 years ago. And because of that, this centralized individual has become one of the greatest controversial figures of all time. Some believe he existed, some believe he didn't exist. Some believe he was God, some believe he was a prophet. Well, one of the things we need to fundamentally gather, we're not going to argue today or bring up any points today about his existence versus non-existence, names or any of that. If you already know and you already believe, that's fine. This point is about, if you don't believe, that's fine. But this point today is about the principles and the message that he represents yesterday and today the yesterday of 2,000 years ago, and the today of current events now. You have to admit, the principles that he taught were all positive and good. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy body, and thy soul. So with those particular principles, those are universal, and it has really little to nothing to do at all with anybody's particular religion because in all reality, whether or not you are Christian, Muslim, Hebrew, Pan-Africanist, Black Panther, Moorish, whatever you may be, the 
the simple fact is these principles can be utilized by you. These principles can not only be utilized by you, but they are universal and they should be utilized by you. And so truth outweighs your personal interpretation of it. Truth outweighs what you claim as a religion. But for those who are true followers of the Christ, the principles need to be presented, represented, carried out, shared, displayed, applied through our conduct and character. Conduct and character above all. How you identify with a name, a culture, a religion, a creed, or whatever you call it. If you take these principles that he represented and apply them to you and apply them to everybody on earth walking, we would definitely have a better earth. You have to admit that. So I want to put in context, let's take ourselves into the comprehension of what Paul was trying to convey. Now, when for those who may not know a, a little bit about Paul, originally he was um, basically in opposition. Not even basically, he was in opposition. He was working with the Romans. He was on their side, and he was in opposition to the Hebrews that were around carrying out the mission of Yeshua and carrying this out. He was in opposition to them. But then he got to talking to them and walking with them and listening to them. And then he began to see something that he did not see before. He began to realize that these were his biological brothers and sisters. He began to realize that not only were they his biological brothers and sisters, not just in flesh and blood, um, bloodline, but in truth and in spirit. So a lot of times when these scriptures are being shared, particularly the writings of Paul, there's a, a, a major misunderstanding about him going to preach to Gentiles. Gentiles being those who are non-Jews. Most of you today from the Christian persuasion, when we use the term Jew, you're believing that to be the Caucasian people that are uh, following the religion of Judaism and those that identify themselves as Jewish. So I want to make one clear distinction. Those people that are calling themselves Jewish are not the same bloodline as the people that were walking with Jesus 
the disciples that were walking with Jesus and Paul himself. The people that are calling themselves Jewish today are largely, predominantly Ashkenazi Jewish people, meaning they're Ashkenazis or Ashkenaz, descendants of Ashkenaz, who is a descendant of Yefeth, the son of Noah. According to the scriptures, all peoples of the earth come from one of three sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, or Yefeth, or Japheth. Ashkenaz is the father of the Ashkenazi, and the Ashkenazi became, in history, became known as the Khazars. So these are descendants of of Yefeth. And the Jews that are in the scriptures who are identified as Israelites, the children of Israel, they're the descendants of Shem, of of Noah's son, Shem. So these two uh, people are not the same. So when you're looking at these people that you consider to be Jewish today, that you see them with their yarmulkes and their black clothing and their style of dress and their uh, curly locks, don't think of those as the same people that are in the Bible that are being referred to as Jews those are not the same people that were walking with Jesus. And that's important to know because with all the confusion and all the lies that have been relinquished upon the peoples of this earth and um, the masses have been deceived by Satan, it's important to be able to properly identify yourself in the scriptures and identify others and other nations in the scriptures so that you know exactly whom you're speaking of and whom you are looking at. That's important because otherwise you would have people that are coming around you that are, you know, befriending you and you don't actually know that they have been your historical enemies for centuries. And you're thinking everyone's the same. Well, everyone's not the same because some people on this earth are actually the seed of Satan. They're the biological offspring of Satan by way of Cain, when Cain and Abel, from Cain and Abel. Some of these people are murderers, liars, mischief makers. Now, they're amongst all of us. You know, every so-called race of people seems to have their fair share of murderers, liars, and mischief makers. But I'm saying um, you want to be able to identify them by nation and by spirit, as well as being able to identify yourself. So that is the first importance of it, of knowing this, exactly who you are speaking about, what you're looking at, so that you can get a better understanding of Scripture yourself and you can get a better understanding of what's playing out on this earth as the Scriptures have prophesied. Now, 
as I'm stating, the said New Testament was, Testament was never intended to be uh, considered scripture or used as scripture. It was memoirs, it was journals of those who were traveling with him. It was their personal accounts. Paul and the disciples' personal accounts, their personal um, writings, letters. Paul writing letters to his spiritual sons um, and the ones he was leading and different people in other countries that were surrounding that area that he was visiting and going and preaching to. But when Paul realized that he was actually not just one of them, one of the disciples in, in um, bloodline, but also in truth. And he realized that he was in opposition to what was true. And the truth blinded him on the road to Damascus to the point that he had an amazing awakening it allowed him to see these guys are actually representing the real truth. I know who I am. I know what the truth is. I know what my true faith and my calling is now. So I have to get on board and go and walk this path as I'm being called to walk. Now, the Gentiles that Paul is preaching to, is largely misunderstood. So a lot of us, as I'm stating, that come from the, the Christian persuasion, we think, or we've been taught to think anyway, that the Jewish people of today are the same people that are in the Bible that are called Jews, which they are not. Now, that's not. Uh, this is not about uh, being racist or being prejudiced towards them. We just have to put this into perspective. I hope to explain why this is and how this works. So once he understood who he was and what his true calling was, now he's going to walk the same path as the disciples. Now he's committing himself to the same discipline. And as a result, he begins to run into obstacles, challenges that he did not anticipate being there. But his awareness and his knowledge with the spirit of the Christ walking with him gave him a deep insight as to what he was dealing with, not just his awareness, but he was taught this by the disciples. He was taught how to think a particular kind of way to be able to see through the whole madness of what he was about to face and what he was facing. His mind was reconditioned and renewed with the spirit of the Christ and with truth. So what he finds out is that there are people that are known as Jews, which we're, we're saying these are the tribe of Judah. When you look at the term Jew 
in the Bible, Jew is short for the term Judah, which is the tribe of Judah, which is one of the tribes of the children of Israel. That same tribe today, are these people walking around North America in particular claiming to be black, claiming to be Negro, that do not know who they are? But to keep this into, into historical context so that we can understand the scripture and what Paul is conveying to us. So just understand, he wakes up and realizes who he is. He realizes he's one of the children of Israel. Paul was of the tribe of Benjamin. So he realizes that he's one of the children of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. And not just that does he realize it then. I mean, he may have already known it, but what he really realizes is the true message because he he was once in opposition to it, and then he comes around them and starts hearing it, and then he's blinded with the truth. He's hit with the truth. Then he studies with them and, and learns exactly what is real and what is true. So he runs into other people, other children of Israel who are in the land of Israel. This is after the Christ has left, has left the scene, is gone. He runs into them and realizes that those who are the children of Israel, who are biologically the same bloodline, descendants of, of Noah, Shem, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, all the way down to the one we call Jesus, he realizes that these very same people don't really know who they are any longer, and they're not following the same uh, faith, the same truth, that Jesus was following. He realizes that the, the masses of his very own people were not following the same truth that the disciples were following and the same message and truth that the Christ was teaching. And he sees it clearly because also on the scene are these Sadducees and these Pharisees. So he sees the, the mass population of, of the children of Israel who really are not identifying. They know who they are, but they're not really identifying with it. They don't really realize what has happened. They're not really realizing what has happened to them. But the Sadducees and the Pharisees know exactly who they are. But for some reason, the Sadducees and the Pharisees don't have enough of an impact. Listen to me good. Enough of an impact and a really strong leadership presence with the masses of the children of Israel who during the time of Jesus and after he left were enslaved by the Romans. Now, this is important to understand because you have to liken this unto 
the lost sheep of today. You got Sadducees and Pharisees today. In all walks of life, in all religions, there are Sadducees and Pharisees. Then you have the children of Israel, particularly over here in North America. Well, the children of Israel are scattered out throughout the four quarters of the earth, but I'm speaking specifically right now to North America. So you have some of them who know who they are. You have some of them who don't really know who they are. And Paul is facing those same types of mindsets. So you got Sadducees and Pharisees that are really nationalistic and they basically are know-it-alls. And he knows that the people that are out here in the public are not getting the true and raw message that Jesus was preaching. And because of that, he knows he must be very crafty in how he approaches his ministry. So I'm going to read this again, this verse again, Romans chapter 2, verse 28, and then I'll go over a few other scriptures and attempt to uh, hopefully share and enlighten you on what was going on during that time and also be able to compare that time to this time. So Romans chapter 2, verse 28, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. Now, listen. He is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, meaning just because you talk the talk, walk the walk, dress the, you claim to walk the walk, you wear the garments. Just because you were circumcised, that your flesh was circumcised, anybody on the earth can be actually circumcised outwardly. Anybody can be can wear garments and look like they are following the truth. That doesn't make them an actual bloodline descendant of the tribe of Judah, which is the Jew that he's referring to here. Just because they had the customs and the cultures and speak some of the language, that doesn't make them the tribe of Judah. But here's what's interesting. He goes on to further explain. Now, remember what I'm saying in the people that he's dealing with. The Gentiles that you think are non-Jewish. See, most of us today think that the Jewish people are the real Jews, and then everybody that's not Jewish is a Gentile. Well, that's not correct according to the scriptures. The Gentiles of whom he's talking to are the same children of Israel who don't really get who they are any longer, and they're not following the truth any longer, and they're largely confused, 
some of them are just rejecting it because of these Sadducees and Pharisees. These Sadducees and Pharisees have become too dogmatic, too limited in their thinking. So uh, a lot of the children of Israel, they say, oh, yeah, I heard that before. I heard that we're the real children of Israel. Like some of you today, you say, you hear, I heard that black people are the real children of Israel or we're one of the tribes or the lost sheep. I've heard that before, but I didn't think about it. Some of you do that today. You know, I just went on about my business. Uh, yeah, I've seen or heard some of these guys yell on the street that we're the real Jews, and, you know, I'm just not paying that any attention. They just, they're too, you know, they're too um, rambunctious and obnoxious. That's what a lot of you say about them. And the truth is, this is not um, an attack on them, but a lot of you are rejecting them in the same way that the Sadducees and Pharisees were being rejected by a lot of the children of Israel in, in some 2,000 years ago. Some of it is, is legitimate why you do that. Some of it may not be legitimate. But nonetheless, as he's dealing with this, he wants to make sure that first they understand He's trying to address, look, you you think you're Gentiles. You think that some of you think you're Gentiles. Some of you don't think that you're actually the children of Israel anymore. So as he addresses this, he's saying it, it's not the clothes that make the man. When he's saying, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision. Additionally, what he's saying with this verse is that there are all types of people that can come and walk this path and claim to be a true follower of the Christ, claim to be an actual real Christian. And you go to church every Sunday. You go to Bible study every week. You go to all the church meetings. You're active in the church. There are so many of our people that love the church and they are good people whom I love. So many people that identify as Christian that I've met in my life that are good people that are not going to mistreat you and lie and slander on you. There's, there's so many of them that are good people. Now, a lot of them have been misled into a wrong doctrine but their hearts are good. They're not bigots. They're not hateful. They're not, they're, they're full of love. They're full of joy. And they're following that example of what they have gotten from the church and representing the real true Jesus. It's just the images are distorted and the overall doctrine is distorted which has led many people astray. So there are certain things that they don't see. Now, what I'm saying to you is Paul is dealing with this same state of mind back then. So you look at today how people look, or he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, how they dress, 
and you say, oh, those people over there, they dress like that. They're Jewish. And you know that those Jewish people do practice circumcision. But what he's saying is the clothes are not circumcision. The circumcision of the flesh is not circumcision. And it reads on verse 29 to make this more clear what I'm trying to get at. Verse 29 reads as, but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Now, what is the depth of what he is sharing here? This is really very difficult to comprehend if you don't put your mind where his mind was at. First, he's telling them, this is like a double meaning here. He's saying, but he is a Jew, meaning a real, he is a real child of Israel, one of the children of Israel, which is one inwardly. Now, in that case, he's he's meaning biological bloodline descended the real true children of Israel so that's like coming to some of you who are in the Christian religion and we're saying to you you are the real lost sheep you're one of the only people on the face of the earth the North American Negro in particular is one of the only people on the face of, our, of the earth that does not know his real history, does not know where he appears in the scriptures. He doesn't see himself in the scriptures. So he's dealing with just a similar thing. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, which is biological. And circumcision is that of the heart. Now, this is twofold, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit. Now, let's deal with the heart, the circumcision of the heart. See, one of the major confusions has to do with the mischief-making of Satan to confuse people. The people that are Jewish today as I'm stating, are not the same people that are in the scriptures written as Jew, meaning the tribe of Judah. So the tribe of Judah is a tribal, um, a tribe, a, a tribal origin. That's of the children of Israel. Judah is being one of those tribes. At this time, there were two tribes in the land of Israel and Judah after Jesus leaves, after he's gone, there are two tribes, which is the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin left. So what you're looking at is largely he's speaking to the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin. Some of them have forgotten who they are. 
Of course, there are those on the scene who are Sadducees and Pharisees who do know, but a lot a lot of the people are, are rejecting them because of um, how they are. Some people are following them. Some people are rejecting them. So we have a lot of confusion going on. So let's look at today's world and hopefully clear up some of this confusion so that you can compare it to what was going on yesterday because it is the same confusion yesterday. The people that are being spoken of as the Jew, this is the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Judah specifically were black people. Now, I'm not saying this to be a prejudice against anybody else or to hate anybody else. We're just stating the facts so that you can comprehend exactly what's going on today. The tribe of Judah would have been black people, the same black people that are in North America today, the same black people that came over here and, and during the transatlantic slave trade, are the same people in this book that are being referred to as Jew or the tribe of Judah, Jew being short for the tribe of Judah. So when Paul is saying, but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, he is talking about, yes, you are the real children of Israel, but he's also talking about because you are the real children of Israel, you do and you should have a different spirit than other people because you are the real followers biologically. You're the real people biologically of the original faith that Jesus was preaching. And you have the same kind of heart But the real Jew is not just in clothing, not just in the fact that you are born a biological descendant. The real Jew is the one whose heart and spirit Praise not men, but uh, but praise the Lord, the Most High God Almighty. Now, let me put this in a better perspective. Here's a little history lesson. Prior to the time of Jesus, the people that were being called Christians, This is the truth, and you can verify this, but don't let this harm you or scare you, what I'm about to say. The people who were being called Christians, Christians existed before Jesus came on the scene, so understand that. But the Christians that existed were not the same people that were Adam, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they were not the same people. The Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Solomon, so on and so forth, and all the kings, they identified as Hebrews. The people that were calling themselves Christians during the time that these people were calling themselves Hebrews 
or those who were following Serapis Christus, a Greco-Roman Egyptian god, a false god, a man who made himself into an image and, and made himself into a godlike image, Serapis Christus. So the original Christian, which this is centuries before Jesus was on the scene, the original Christians were following Serapis Christus. Now, this is a whole nother lesson that I could go into about that, but I, I'll preserve that for today. But I want you to be able to distinctively make this distinction in your mind. Now, here's what happened, and I'm going to show you where the confusion became all came all the way up to modern times. Because all of them were calling themselves Hebrews. They identified as Hebrews for centuries. And those that were identifying themselves as Christians, they definitely weren't worshiping uh, the real Jesus, the real Christ. They were worshiping Serapis Christus. So because that was part of Egyptian and and uh, Grecian um, culture, the worship of Serapis, the Egyptians and the Greeks, who are in the scriptures known as Hamites as Egyptians and Javanites as Greeks, their offspring would have become Romans because they were intermingling. The Egyptians would have been a black people. The Javanites would have been, or Macedonian Javanites would have been a quote-unquote white people. So these Javanite Greeks got with these Hamite Egyptians, and they were in cohorts together, and they had offspring. And their offspring are Romans. With that being said, the culture that the Egyptians and the Greeks crossbred together, it became the culture of the Romans. So when the Greeks and the Egyptians with with um, Soter, Ptolemy the first in ancient Egypt, after Alexander the Greek died, his generals, they all moved in and took over Egypt. They're the ones that actually named it Egypt, by the way. It was not originally named Egypt, but then they moved in, took over after Alexander died, and renamed it. And then they started to crossbreed and intermingle with the natives that were there on that land, and their babies would have been Romans, okay? So the culture that they were practicing was passed on to Romans. So the Romans had their version, hear me good, they had their version of Christianity, which had nothing to do with what you think of Christianity as today. It was totally different. See, you being identifying yourself as a Christian today, you would have originally been 
on the Hebrew side. Now, just follow me so you can understand this. It will clear up a lot of this uh, misconception. The children of Israel were calling themselves Hebrews, while another group of people were calling themselves Christians, okay? The other group of people that were calling themselves Christians are the same Romans that ordered the crucifixion of Jesus, the same Romans that had moved into the land of Israel and took over and seized control and put all the people there under Roman control and Roman enslavement. So the children of Israel that were in the land of Israel and in the land of Judah, they became slaves to the Romans during the time of Jesus. With that in mind, what you have to understand is slightly before the time that Jesus comes on the scene, the children of Israel, some of the tribes went into slavery in Babylon, Assyria, Persia. They went into slavery in a lot of different areas. And this one tribe, the tribe of Judah, which are, which Jew is short for Judah. This tribe became the kings at one time over all of the children of Israel. And when that happened, all of the children of Israel began to be referred to as Jews. You understand what I'm saying? All right. The term Jews at that time, when they all became known as that, then replaced the term Hebrew. So, again, the children of Israel were known as Hebrews at a time like we're talking about Moses, Joshua, all of them after that. They were known as Hebrews all the way up until Jesus now and even during his time. Even during the time of Jesus, he was walking as a, well, before the time of Jesus, they were known as Hebrews. And by the time they get to his time, now they're known as Jews. Now, what I'm saying is at a particular time in history when the tribe of Judah became the kings, then the term Hebrews was replaced with the term Jews. Okay, that's important to understand. The term Hebrews was replaced by the term Jews. So if you look at this from a religious perspective, understand, I'm going to use religion as, as a description. They were not actually following the religion. They were following the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High God Almighty, and they were doing it culturally. And so people confuse religion with culture. Now, they're intermingled, of course, but if you don't see this clearly, you're going to confuse what happened then and what's going on now and what the future is. Because the people became known as Jews 
before Jesus gets on the scene, during his lifetime, all the children of Israel were referred to as Jews. They were called this, and this was representing their culture. So because people confuse culture with religion because they, they do intermingle, then understand if you look at the religion of the people that were the prophets, the messengers, and the children of Israel, at one time they were called Hebrews, and then the, the religion would have been called, they would have been called Jews by religion. Okay? So when Paul gets on the scene, understand if they're thinking that being a Jew is just a religion and not a tribe and a culture, then he has to speak to them and get them to understand that. After the time of Jesus, The Romans already had a, a religion that they were identifying Christians as, and it was not the religion of Jesus. They took over the children of Israel and incorporated them into their version of Christianity. which was different than what Jesus was doing, which was different with the, than what the prophets were doing. As I'm stating, the prophets were identifying as Hebrews, and then at one time they were referred to as Jews, and, up in, and during the time of Jesus they were referred to as Jews. So when you get this idea of what the original quote-unquote religion, which it really wasn't a religion, but I'm going to use this so that you can understand when you get to that point where this became identified as a religion, Jews were considered to be a religion. They were also a bloodline and they were children of Israel by nation and by blood, yes. But we're looking at it from what you call a religious aspect. When they began to be identified as that, this is where they began to misunderstand who they were, what their history was. So what would be considered a Hebrew was not a bloodline. Listen to me carefully. It was not a nation. It was not a bloodline. If you want to call it a religion, call it the Hebrew religion, or I'm going to refer to it as a faith, the Hebrew faith became known at a point in history. The people who followed the Hebrew faith became known as a part as at a time in history as Jews because the term Jew replaced the term Hebrew when the tribe of Judah took on the king role of all the children of Israel. When that whole tribe became the kings of Israel, so when you're reading about all the book of kings and all the kings that were in Israel, 
you get you wind up in the tribe of Judah as the kings and bloodline descendants of the tribe of Judah were the only ones that could be the kings of Israel, kings of the children of Israel. So David and Solomon, they were bloodline tribe of Judah. So as again, the term Jew replaces the term Hebrew. So now the the faith that they were in or what you would what you would refer to as a religion, they would have been called Jews by religion, not by bloodline, not by tribe of Judah, but by religion. He knows that some, Paul knows that these these individuals don't really understand what took place. He learned it from the disciples, and he woke up to it. Because there were Hebrews who were the children of Israel, you have to understand this also. There were Hebrews who were not of the children of Israel. It's just like today. If you say Christianity, you can have Christians that are Arabs. You can have Christians that are um, Eastern Indians, um, Chinese, Japanese, African. Okay, so just Use that idea and, and think back to the time of Noah and his three sons after the flood. These would have been considered, well, their offspring. Let me make this clear. The offspring of the three sons of Noah populated the earth. So naturally, they would have had the same culture and customs. These three sons would have had the same culture and customs as their father. This was before this was really identified clearly as Hebrew, as a Hebrew faith. They were practicing it, but it had not been identified by name as the Hebrew faith at that time. Now, because of that, there were various nations of people on the earth who followed the same faith as did their forefathers. They followed the same culture as did their forefathers. And they were all considered to be Hebrews that kept up those customs, that kept up that faith, that kept up that culture. Culture being how you eat, your eating habits, your the laws that you live by, your morality. All of that culture was continued on by other people on the earth who were not bloodline descendants of the children of Israel. So there the children of Israel who were Hebrews, and then there were people who were not the children of Israel who were Hebrews. And what I'm suggesting to you is Paul was fully aware of this. So he has to make sense of all of this 
and try to explain it to them for those who have forgotten what happened and get them to see that not only are those who are biologically the children of Israel, not only are they Hebrew Jews, They were once identified as Hebrews during his time. They're now identified as, as Jews. But there's other nations of people out there that are also keeping up the Hebrew-Jew culture. Do you follow me? Meaning, let, let me use color code so you understand better. The original children of Israel, during the time where they descended from Shem through through Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the original children of Israel descended from Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham. They were all practicing the Hebrew culture or the said Hebrew faith religion, said religion, the Hebrew faith. They were all practicing the Hebrew faith. But likewise, so were descendants of Japheth, Japheth, one of the three sons of Noah. They were also practicing Hebrews, but understand they weren't the children of Israel, but they were following the so-called religion of Hebrews. When that religion or that so-called religion became known as Jews, now you have people that are identified as Jews in relationship to the culture who are not the children of Israel. They are other bloodlines. So Paul is trying to convince, get this into their mind to convince them to wake up and understand who they are and don't be confused by pointing out he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. So he's got to show them that, look, you're, you're the tribe of Judah. Some of you might Some of you might be a different tribe, but right now you're all being called Jews. So some of you might be a different tribe than Judah, but some of you are Judah. And just because somebody is claiming to be a Jew by religion, by culture, that does not make them the biological bloodline of the original Jew, the tribe of Judah. So don't get that confused. Following the religion that's now being called the religion, the religion of the Jew at that time does not change your heart. The clothes you wear doesn't change your heart. The fact that you're physically uh, circumcised does not change your heart. 
but he that is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart. So wait a minute. Not only do you have to be one by so-called religion, but you have to be one by the actual bloodline. He's addressing them as being one of the actual bloodline. And you have to be in the right heart and in the right spirit. That is what makes you a Jew. Now, let's change this term Jew. Let's flip it back to the term Hebrew, as it originally was for them. But he is a Hebrew, which is one inwardly. Now he has a a double meaning that he's trying to convey to them. He is a Hebrew, which is one in their heart, whose heart is circumcised and whose spirit is right. Not just in the letter, not just in the faith, not just in the so-called religion, excuse me, But actually, your heart is right. Now, listen to me good. The ones who follow the Hebrew faith, so-called religion, whose hearts are in alignment with the truth and righteousness and who have the right spirit, there true Hebrews. That does not make them true Judah, tribe of Judah. You can be in the religion of Hebrew and not be of the tribe of Judah. And this is what he was trying to convey to those people who thought they were Gentiles, those people who had been badgered and beat down by Sadducees and Pharisees and were rejecting it, those people who were confused about the Christianity versus the original faith of Jesus today and yesterday, this is what he was trying to convey to them. Now, Let's come up to date. Modern times. As I stated earlier, the people that you look at today as Jewish, Jewish, are not the same bloodline as the tribe of Judah. So because the term Hebrew was switched to the term Jew denoting a religion or what people on the outside would call a religion. Because those descendants of Yefeth did continue in the faith, they got labeled and identified as Jews. Now, even they know that they're not the tribe of Judah, and if you ask them, they will tell you we are Orthodox Jews, meaning we follow the religion of the original tribe of Judah. We follow the religion that the tribe of Judah and the children of Israel preserved 
all the way from before he was called Hebrew. From Adam to Noah to Shem to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Solomon, Jesus. So they're saying they're following the same religion that those people follow. So if you think that they're the same biological people that are in the Bible and you don't know how to differentiate, then you would confuse what they're doing for them being the tribe of Judah bloodline in the Bible. Now, what happened with these particular people that are Jewish today is they were converted to a religion that is called Judaism, which is not the same practice. It has a whole lot of similarities, and it comes from the original Hebrew faith, as in the scriptures. But they added their culture into their religion. That is the difference between them and the original Hebrews. They added their Yiddish culture into their religion and they called it Judaism. That's important to know. So those of you who think you're Gentiles, but you're black people today, You are actually biologically, by bloodline, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You're the lost sheep of the children of Israel who are going through the same mental confusion that the same that your same people did 2,000 years ago. And because of that confusion, you reject Sadducees and Pharisees because you don't want to listen to them, they seem a bit too abrasive. They seem hateful. You don't want to listen to that. And I understand. But because of the confusion, you just might as well go with the Roman-esque Christianity, which was never the form of Christianity that you originally followed. It was never that. So the same Romans who came out of the offspring of Egyptians and Greeks have carried this all the way down to today, and they added into their Christian religion Really, they didn't really add much except for they changed some of the names. And then they conquered the world. They conquered the earth and got everybody convinced that the Christianity that they brought to you, the Christianity that you're going to in these churches, they got everybody convinced that that's the same thing that the one you called Jesus was practicing, and it is not. It is not. hope that that's clear. 
they had to confuse the world with lies. And they were the catalyst that brought Satan into the church. And in bringing Satan into the church, they incorporated Satan into their religion and called it Christianity. Now, that doesn't mean that you, as who is identifying as Christian today, that doesn't mean that you're a bad, a bad person. That doesn't make you necessarily evil, but the, the, the question is, is what you're following, do you really know what you're worshiping? The depth of how they have lied and tricked and fooled the world, the depth of how Satan has lied and deceived the whole earth is phenomenal when you are first waking up and coming out of the lie. But it's so simple, easy, and easy to comprehend once you are taught the real truth about who you are, what your history is, and what the history of these religions are. So you need to know where Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, you need to know where all of these things came from. If everybody came from one said family, Adam and Eve, and the descendants of Adam, then the descendants of Noah, and everybody came from Noah, if what Noah and his sons were doing would have been the Hebrew faith by culture, then once came all of these different religions all over this earth. How did that happen? Well, here we're identifying the difference between the Jewish people who are followers of Judaism, who took a, a parts of the original Hebrew faith, and they mixed it in with their own, their own culture that they eventually developed after thousands of years, Yiddish culture. They, they included that, and that's why some of their practices are not the same as the original Hebrews. The Jewish people are are Orthodox Jews. They're not the tribe of Judah by bloodline, and they're not practicing the original Hebrew faith. This is not to be racist or bigoted towards them. This is not to be prejudiced. This is for you to understand. So because they do wear outward garments and fringes and have certain eating habits and lifestyles that they live by culture. That doesn't make them a tribe of Judah outwardly. Just because they circumcise the flesh doesn't make them a tribe of Judah outwardly. It doesn't make them Hebrews outwardly. What makes them true followers of what the Christ was teaching and living is the circumcision of the heart in the spirit. And anybody that is following the actual truth, whose heart is in alignment with the will, the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High God Almighty, anybody that is doing that can be a Hebrew. That does not mean that anybody is doing that can be a, a 
one of the children of Israel. No. A Chinese man is not going to all of a sudden decide to follow a faith, and then all of a sudden he's no longer Chinese. He's biologically, biochemically, now he's an African. Now he's quote-unquote black. No. A Chinese man can be a Christian. A Chinese man can be a Hebrew, but a Chinese man can't be an Israelite. He cannot be a child of the Most High God Almighty, one of the children of Israel. He cannot be. Because we know who we are, we are the lost sheep. That doesn't mean that this quote-unquote so-called religion that, I, that I'm identifying as the Hebrew faith so that you can understand, that doesn't mean that it only belongs to us. If anybody has practiced it, it was the same right for the three sons of Noah to practice it, keep it, but that doesn't make your heart right. Our hearts, is, as, as Paul is pointing out, our hearts are different. We don't have the same bloodthirstiness that other nations and cultures have on this earth. So your heart has to change. Your heart has to change. Thank you for listening.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.